Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill, and we have reached the end of season 18 of South Park. But before we put a little bow and say goodbye to season 18, there's one more episode that has to be talked about. And it is the episode for this week, Hashtag Happy Holograms. I will admit, this is another episode that I have never seen before. So, I had no idea what to expect going into this. So, with that said, let's dive into this week's episode, the season finale, the season 18 of South Park, hashtag happy holograms. And actually, I'm going to start with something that I normally don't do, and that is play the first clip of the episode. I actually enjoyed the beginning of this. So, it is at the Broflovsky house, and Kyle, he kind of does his own version of The Night Before Christmas. So, let's hear Kyle's version of The Night Before Christmas. It's the holiday season. But the good times are ending. Because what matters most isn't what's good, it's what's trending. This younger generation with their eyes and ears glued, what's trending to them is trenders who trend on YouTube. How's it going, bros? This is Carmela! Comments on commentators, it's all changing so fast. Playing Xbox with your brothers, just a thing of the past. Now with Ma on her iPad, Dad trending or trying, all the family is scattered. And the living room's dying. Because it wasn't the outdoors or church or even trips to go ski. What brought families together most was a good old TV. Now we watch things by ourselves and just tweet what we saw. And if you try to complain, you get called a grandpa. I'm not a grandpa. But now let me tweet this for you all to comment upon. The more connected we get, the more alone we become. If you want change like I do, and feel the same gloom, then please follow this trend. Hashtag, save the living room. What do you think? Hmm, it's kinda gay. Really? I mean, having an old ramen step, you know? I wasn't really going for gay, I was more going for wholesome. Well, gay's wholesome, but it's gotta be perfect. We're trending with- Gay's wholesome, remember that. That's from Butters. So, um, so after that little spiel, Sheila comes and tells Kyle that Bill Cosby is in the living room. No, really, Bill Cosby is in the living room. So Bill Cosby is there, and he has to talk with Kyle, and he's like, well, you know, I like your little message, and I'd like you to be a part of a holiday special. <laughs> to which Kyle is very excited about. But what he doesn't know is that 
Bill Cosby is a hologram. Uh-oh. So, this whole thing, basically what we're getting is a holiday special. And Cartman is a part of it, and I, if I remember correctly, he's in control of the holiday special. And he's in this meeting, and he's in, you know, like the little box. Excuse me. So, um, yeah, Cartman has a holiday special, or at least he's a part of one. Meanwhile, we have Randy, who's with Sharon at the police station, trying to convince the police that this record producer is trying to kill him. But they don't believe him. And then he's like, I'm Lord. And they're like, right. The guy or the girl who showed her butthole on Jimmy Fallon who I jacked off to. That's you. And he's like, no, that's that's a hologram. And then we see Michael Jackson pop in. And he, you know, is trying to take care of business, but we don't know what it is. In the process... Here comes Hologram Tupac, who is trying to get Michael Jackson, or at least we think he's trying to get Michael Jackson. So Hologram Tupac comes in, and they start shooting at him. And, well, nothing happens, because he's a freaking hologram. Meanwhile, Kyle goes to Stan. Now, Stan's worried about his dad, and... Kyle's happy because of this holiday special that his message is going to be a part of. And let's just say that the holiday special that Kyle thinks it is, isn't exactly what it ends up being. From the producers of Women of Rock Live and the Rockefeller Tree Lighting Ceremony, it's the holiday television event of the season. With appearances by Al Pacino, Iggy Azalea, J.J. Watt, Miley Cyrus, U2, Angelina Jolie, Bill Cosby and Taylor Swift, a hologram of Elvis Presley, Kurt Cobain's hologram, the hologram of Robin Williams, Tom Hanks, Lord, First Lady Michelle Obama, and Michael Jackson's hologram as Peter Pan. I'm flying. And featuring live commentary the entire show by Cartman Bra. Dude, check out Lady Gaga's singing Christmas songs. Isn't she a Jew? There's something for every generation to bring families together. Please, tune in and help get America's families back in the living room. He's such a douchebag. It's all live and it's all magical. It's the Washington Redskins Go Fuck Yourself Holiday Special. Now we're talking. Yep. The Washington Redskins Go Fuck Yourself Holiday Special. Well, Kyle is naturally upset about this, and the whole message is pretty much scrapped out the window. So, he try he and Stan are going to try to get this all figured out. Meanwhile, Randy and Sharon and Michael Hologram Michael Jackson are hiding, and Randy again is going to plan to tell everyone about Lord. And Sharon is like, well, what about Shelly? Shelly 
loves Lord. She looks up to you as Lord. So Randy, okay, now this part was funny. He goes to Shelly's room and he's like, Shelly, I'm actually Lord. Your mother, brother, grandfather, they were the only people that knew. They were the only people that knew I was Lord the whole time. Love you. Bye. <laughs> that was really it. And it was kind of funny. So now Tupac comes into the Marsh house to try and stop Michael Jackson. Now, the holiday special begins. And we get hologram Kurt Cobain singing up on the housetop. And I wish this was a visual podcast in a way because what they do with Kurt Cobain is kind of demented but kind of funny. Because as he's singing, he takes a shotgun, loads bullets into it, and I'm like, oh my god, no, they're going to show him kill himself. No, instead he shoots a little message saying Merry Christmas. And while this is going on, Cartman is commentating on this. And then you have all these tweets that are happening. And there's a follow in the studio of how much this is trending. So we have stuff going on. Meanwhile, Stan and Kyle try to get in the Cartman's room, but it can't happen because Cartman really has the door boarded up. And Stan finally confesses to Kyle and Cartman that his dad is indeed Lord. And then, after that, um... We get a few more things happening where the police are outside the house and they're like, okay, we believe that there are black people here. We cannot choke them. We just, we just gotta, you know, do what we can. So then we get this bit. For no reason whatsoever, this is pretty funny. This is pretty funny because it is Iggy Azalea and hologram Elvis Presley singing a Christmas song. And now, together at last, Iggy Azalea and Elvis. Ah, Brad, wait. Have a holy jolly Christmas. It's the best time of that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that. So now the 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 follows the trend of this holiday special is going down. However, the trend of hashtag I hate Cartman bra is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it gets to a point where Cartman is basically in control of everything. Meanwhile, Stan and Kyle have gone to see the record producer. And the record producer calls Stan. Or Randy, pardon me. And he does this thing where it's like, I've got your son. 
and I'm going to kill him. And it's like, wait, what? No, 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 no. So now this whole thing is so confusing. Like the score that I give this when we get to it at the end is going to reflect this episode. So now the whole special is going downhill. Cartman is in complete control and he wants to get everything that he wants. And we are referencing basically everything from the entire season up to this point into this special. And then Tupac and Michael Jackson come in. Boy, I wish I was making this up. Tupac and Michael Jackson come in and, you know, they're about to do something. Well, while this is going on, we have a very uncomfortable scene of Taylor Swift and Bill Cosby singing Baby It's Cold Outside. And I do mean it is uncomfortable. And then the record producer tells Stan and Kyle why he's doing all of this. Because he became a grandpa five years ago. And he wanted to show his grandson all the good that is in entertainment. And he asked his grandson, who is your favorite celebrity? And he says, PewDiePie. And this is what drives the record producer crazy. So after he does the speech, here's Michael Jackson and Tupac. Michael Jackson shoots the record producer. And then Kyle delivers this heartfelt message, this heartfelt speech about how the younger people are going to have their trends. They're going to have, you know, what they follow, what they enjoy, what they love. And that people like Kyle should just embrace it, should just, you know, accept what it is. And there's one part where one of the little kindergartners is like, oh, poor little fella. So, then a new hashtag is created. Hashtag, we believe in you. And this is to get people to believe again. So, people start typing in, you know, I believe in you, we believe, all that. And this is going to bring somebody. Now, to be honest, I thought, okay, this is going to be Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. That's honestly who I thought. Boy, was I wrong. Way, way wrong. Because it is PewDiePie himself. Yes, PewDiePie. So I, we, can, we can count this. And I guess from the previous episode as well. So he does, you know commentary for Let's Play and this basically washes Cartman Bra off the YouTube universe and I guess everything is back to normal? Question mark? And we see Kyle and Stan they're sitting on a bench at Stark's Pond and Kyle talks about how his family is using the living room for an hour each night. 
And, you know, it's like the celebrities today, the YouTubers today are authentic. They're not marketed. And, you know, they're not in, you know, reinventions. They're not duplicates of anything. And then PewDiePie is there and he thanks South Park for being on and he wraps up the episode. And that is the end of hashtag happy holograms. And more importantly, the end of season 18 of South Park. I do want to mention, and I, and I forgot about this, and I do apologize for forgetting about this. Uh, this episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and first aired on December 10th, 2014. So this aired two weeks and a day before Christmas. So if you wanted to have a new Christmas tradition... Uh, this probably would have been the episode for you. Otherwise, you don't have to make it a Christmas tradition. Now, the true question is, should we count this as a Christmas episode? I say yes. I say this counts as a Christmas episode because it's... You know, part of the episode is based around Christmas. It's based on the holidays. And, yeah, I say this is a Christmas episode. So, we'll put it in the collection of Christmas episodes. What do I think of this episode? Man. It had so much potential. The first half of the episode. I mean, it had potential to be a pretty good episode. However, somewhere at the halfway point, it just takes a nosedive and becomes whatever the hell it was. The biggest thing that I took from this is we truly never got a conclusion to the whole Randy being Lord thing, or at least I don't think we did. If you say him telling Shelly that he is Lord is the end of it, I'm not going to accept it. I just am not going to accept it. I'm sorry. You cannot convince me. There had to have been a better way to have done it. And it feels like they crammed so much into this episode to wrap up the season. And it kind of goes back to the previous episode where it's like, okay, we're going to mention stuff from this season. Like, they mentioned Steve, you know, from, um, you know, from, from the phone. Who I absolutely loved. But did we need to bring everything back up to end this season? Like, you already bashed the Washington Redskins. We already know you don't like the name. You don't have to bring it up again. Uh, you've brought up, you know, gluten stuff. You've already done that. You've done so many things. 
I don't think it was necessary to have done what they did. Like I said, the first half of this episode had a lot of potential. The second half just took this nosedive and it crashed right into the ground. So, I'm going to give this a 5 out of 10. And I only say it gets a 5 because, like I said, the first half of the episode was good. It was decent. It just lost somewhere along the way the whole plot. And it just went to shit. It just went to shit. Alright, a a few production notes. Uh, The episode contains numerous references to previous episodes in the series, mostly in connection to Randy Marsh's double life as Lord. Customer service employee Steve returns from Grounded Vindaloop, as does the Washington Redskins logo from Go Fund Yourself, while Cartman's desire for his own bathroom is from The Sissy. On the DVD commentary, Parker and Stone, in hindsight, thought the story would have been better off split up into three episodes and not two, mainly because there was a lot of content left that they wanted to use, but not enough time. The original plan was to make the story three episodes long, but they settled for two. And the episode makes numerous references to the deaths of Eric Garner and Michael Brown, as well as the sexual assault allegations against Bill Cosby. And this is not the last time we're going to be referencing Bill Cosby on this show. Uh, Let's go to the reception from the critics. Uh, Dan Caffrey of the AV Club gave this a B, though he stated that it was rushed, it was messy, and it may have been just a bit too much for story for South Park, even for a two-parter. Max Nicholson of IGN gave it a 6.8 out of 10 and stated, the climax of the entire episode and arguably the season, didn't tie everything together in the way that it could and should have. And Chris Longo from Den of Geek gave the episode 4 out of 5 stars, stating the episode was incoherent, hilarious madness, its own art form. Longo's article also noted that, in real life, the topic, hashtag I hate Cartman bra, became the top-trending topic worldwide on Twitter. Wow, that is actually pretty funny. Alright, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this episode. Over 2,200 people have given this episode a rating, and the average rating according to IMDb, or by IMDb I should say, is a 6.8 out of 10. To break it into demogra- or to break it down, 555 people gave this a 7, 148 people gave it a 5, that's the score I'm giving it, 299 people gave it a 10, and 162 people gave it a 1. Now to break it down into demographics, the average rating for a male was a 6.8, with its highest demographic being 30 to 44 with an average rating of a 6.8. Uh, There were six people under the age of 18 with an average rating of a 6.9, but I do not count that. 
For females, the average rating was a 6.4, with its highest demographic being in both 18 to 29 and 30 to 44, both with an average rating of a 6.5. One female under the age of 18 had it rated as a 7, but again, not going to count that. So, now that we've done that, it is time to go read the reviews, and there are quite a bit of reviews on this, the final episode of the season. So, I'm uh, going to start with the ones that popped up, you know, right there. Uh, the first review is from Thomas-Peterson, underscore Denmark, who wrote, This episode ended very, very badly. Since when did South Park begin promoting celebrities instead of making fun of them? I, I even hate that crap. I bet more than 90% of the South Park audience agree. And yet producers let him finish off the season with accusing the audience of being his bras. And two segments, one of 44 seconds and the final at 11 seconds, could have sworn it lasted way longer. Completely trashed the episode for me. I look back at it only with negativity because of this. Usually the episodes are great, but this ass-licking of a celebrity is not South Park. WTF! Did they get paid off or how did this happen? Who will they team up with and promote next? Miley Cyrus? I effing hope not. Eee. Alright. Uh, next review is from Justin Boggin, who wrote... Look back at the funny episodes of this season. Look back at the continuity that ran through it and all the potential it could have had. Then look at the introduction of Michael Jackson's hologram last episode. There was so much that could have been done with this. Instead, it was all squandered. I mean, in an epic squandering. What did we get with all the buildup and history from previous episodes with Michael Jackson? We got rehashed jokes from the previous episode. Empty rehashed jokes about Michael Jackson, who himself seemed to serve no use whatsoever in this episode other than to bring him back. A plot so boring and uninvolving you'd be surprised if it was saved for the season finale. A quickly shoved in attempt to make fun of Bill Cosby. More stupid ground about the Washington Redskins. He put in... Oh, retreaded. Okay, I'm sorry. More retreaded ground about the Washington Redskins. And the most stunning attempt at humor involving racism, using the propaganda about police being peddled in the news right now. Maybe if Trey spent as much time writing these things as he apparently does watching propaganda cable news networks, the show would be funny like it used to be years ago. I mean, the police were making jokes about black people, using tactics like shooting them and choking them and other things. The dead aborted National Socialist, a.k.a. Nazis, mutated fetuses from the Stick of Truth game is nothing compared to this. I literally said aloud in a disgusted manner, Wow, you've got to be kidding me. I almost quit season 17 because of unfunny and boring episodes, taking it one at a time and ultimately skipping one or two of them after reading reviews. I decided that if season 18 wasn't funny, I'd stop. Thankfully, there were more funny episodes this season, but after this painful experience with the culmination of the previous season, 
I honestly at this moment can't say I'll tune in next season. I stopped watching Family Guy when it became unfunny and needlessly disgusting. I stopped watching The Simpsons about season 9 when it stopped being funny, and it looks like I might end up not watching this show anymore. Folks like to say garbage like, oh, you'll watch it anyway. Uh, no. I wasn't kidding about the aforementioned shows. That's how bad this episode was. If I had known in advance, I would not have watched it. And you know what's sad? It doesn't need to be. The show hasn't outlasted its potential. It hasn't become a tiresome slosh. It could still be the laugh-out-loud, belly-rumbling experience it used to be. It could easily go another years. Yet Trey and the staff writers just don't seem to care anymore. Alright, uh, next review is from Mukiro, who wrote, Wow, a lot of people really have a problem with this one. While it's almost certainly the worst Christmas episode of the show, yes, I agree with that, it's far from the worst overall. In my opinion, this episode was messy, but had a number of funny parts throughout. With all of the holograms, the Cartman bra, PewDiePie, etc., it was very cluttered. But honestly, the messiness was part of the fun, especially since they liberally made fun of themselves and how little sense the episode was making toward the end. The use of tweets as a meta-commentary on the episode was the best part. Lots of great blink-or-you'll-miss-them jokes in there. I definitely didn't love this episode. It was far from perfect, but so are a lot of South Park episodes. It has the same problems that a lot of Tomorrow is a Latter-day South Park episodes have been having, which is just trying to stuff too many ideas into one episode to the point where certain jokes they could explore more are cut short and are just explored at a cursory level. And while I'm sure Matt and Trey's heads are in the right place, the cops' jokes are in that uncomfortable, too-soon realm, but that can often be where South Park's humor lives, and I'm aware that almost nothing has been off-limits for the show before. I just am not getting how apparently so many people are finding this to be the worst episode ever and say they'll never watch the show again. This seems to be akin to the reaction to Matt and Trey's April Fool's joke from 16 years ago. It's almost absurd to me that people cared so much about finding out who Cartman's father was, they failed to see the humor in Matt and Trey playing a meta joke on them. On April Fool's Day of all things. Similarly, I can't understand how so many fans of the show are failing to see the humor here. Obviously, they don't look up to PewDiePie as some sort of savior. It's an ironic, tongue-in-cheek joke like, oh, I don't know, several thousand jokes from this series. I feel like they knew what they were doing, too. That a lot of their fan base would be, thanks for the censorship, IMDb, annoyed. Hey, they've messed with their viewers a number of times before. And maybe they just find the guy funny. Is there something really so wrong about that? It's of course rare for them to have a guest star on the show, and it hasn't happened in many years. It sure was an interesting choice. I don't know. I just figured South Park fans were more easygoing, kick back, and laugh at the world type people. That is the whole purpose of the show, after all. Instead, it seems that a number of the fan base 
are quick to jump ship type of people when they don't find something funny. This is nowhere near the best episode, but it's also nowhere near the lows of A Million Little Fibers, I Should Have Never Gone Ziplining, or P, to name a couple. I'm surprised people weren't jumping ship after some of those ones. Good points. Good points. Next review is from CyberGuru, who wrote, It's like old people trying to be appealing to the younger gen, and incidentally copying the most hated celebrity instead, since they don't have the proper idea of what's cool, hip, and what's worth hating. This is exactly what South Park did in this last episode. I mean, seriously, you guys took the wrong side. Even though you think that you made fun of that commentator, but what you did is more of a promoting job. Second, last episode was kind of passable, but dedicating a whole of two episodes to a rather unknown and popular and a specific niche personality just ruins the fun. You guys are just losing it. The humor. Alright, uh, next review is from Tim Gruel 6 who wrote... It's so annoying and frustrating seeing people say they're such big fans, yet they bash and talk crap about episodes. I've been watching South Park since it started, and Parker and Stone are the most intelligent writers in this screwed-up, biased industry. They can make fun of people and events, and people are so dumb, they take it as them promoting those people and don't listen to how they make fun of them. When they make light of a celebrity's crimes or actions, they're making fun of how lightly people take it. They perfectly show how dumb and blind kids have become, and they do it perfectly. It's awesome. Best cops in town. FYI, Christmas Critters 2 would be the shit. They can and have done no wrong. Book of Mormon, April 2015, Vancouver! Okay, that was an odd review. Next up, uh, next review is from Ekrails, who wrote, I really don't get it. Everyone commentating on this seems to hate PewDiePie with a burning passion. Overall, though, this episode seemed a little too preachy in my opinion. South Park has always been a little preachy, but this was far more preachy than the other episodes. I never got that preachy vibe. I, I will say that. I just never got that preachy vibe. Final review is from Trolliyama, who wrote, Imagine dedicating not one, but two episodes to kiss PewDiePie untalented ass. Yikes. This is not liked. Um, I, okay, I will say this is the worst episode of the season. This is the worst episode of the season. Um... Probably the wrong way to end what, for the most part, was a good season. Um, I, I don't know if this is going to be going down as an all-timer. Probably not. I don't think this is going to go down as an all-time season. Uh, there were good moments and good episodes, but... I feel like this is, for the most part, a forgettable season. And this is kind of how forgettable this season is. And I was kind of curious if people had paid attention to this. I'm not really sure. It'll be interesting to see if, you know, somebody did pay attention to this. 
this is the first season. The first season of South Park. I've, I've done 18 seasons. Some of them with Fro, a lot of them by myself. This is the first episode of the season where none of the episodes got a 10. Let me, let me say that again. Not one episode in season 18 got a 10. Not one. There were two that came close. The Sissy and Grounded Vindaloop. I think if one of them had the better shot to get a 10, it would have been Grounded Vindaloop, but it it was a, a straight up 9. Um, Like I said, it had its good moments, but the end of the season was just so weak. It just... It just wasn't good. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say it's the worst episode ever or one of the worst episodes ever. Um was it a bad episode? Mm, you could say yes, but it was very messy. It was very messy. And when you get into that situation, it's kind of hard to fix the episode. Overall, uh, as far as season 18 goes, if you want to watch it, go ahead. There are some good episodes. There are. But it's not its strongest season. It really is not the strongest season of South Park. And um, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say if it's the weak. I, I don't think it's the weakest. I I'd say maybe season two is the weakest season. But this one... Like I said, it had its hills and valleys, its ups and downs, and in the end, the ending was just not that good. All right, uh, you guys can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97, and you can join the Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast, where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come out, future South Park episodes. Next time around, going to begin Season 19 of South Park. And to be honest, this is where I think the beginning of the current phase of South Park begins. This is where I think the current, the current era of South Park begins with this season, Season 19. And we begin with... Stunning and Brave. That is the episode next time here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you all for tuning in. And I'll talk to you all next time right here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast.